I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. When and how do you know you trust a stranger, Saoirse? I don't know. And you know, the funny thing is, as a child, I was never told to not talk to strangers. I was always just led to believe that everyone is nice and just, um, you know, if someone talks to you, you talk back to them. So I, I could have been robbed as a child. I don't know. But I have been very trusting then as I got older with a lot of people. But then... Obviously, you find yourself in sticky situations that you shouldn't be in and maybe you shouldn't have opened up to people or trusted people as much. So <laughs> did, I did, you, did you not get it drilled into your head about stranger danger? Never. See, I'm one of five kids, Cormac, and I'm the middle child. So I was totally oh, forgotten. Yeah. You know, you walked That's to fair. school when you were five. and <laughs> You just got on with it. But no, I wasn't. Which is which No is room weird. in the car for Saoirse, yeah. That's, it's always <laughs> an awkward one. Uh, but listen, I, I was from the... The, the side of the world in which it was bet into you to never talk to strangers. There was always in school as well, there was always these rumours about a man in a white van going around the town or the village. And it was always this kind of, oh, they tried to steal kids. And it was always this s- scary story of never trust strangers. And I wonder, maybe it has implications for wh- why we're growing up. But if you've ever stopped to ask yourself, why and how do you trust someone versus not trust another person? And what does it tell us about the mechanisms at play um, and why we might be trusting other people over some other people that we generally wouldn't. To talk a little bit about a, a new little bit of research that has come out from Brown University, uh, looking into why and how we trust certain people and why we don't trust others. Delighted to welcome onto the show Dr. Oriel Feldman-Hall. How are you, doctor? I'm very good. Thank you for having me on. Thanks so many for coming on. And this research I found fascinating because... I don't understand how we should be kind of looking at some people and trusting them without knowing them and not trusting others. Sure. So basically what we did with our research is we looked at how people learn to trust those they've never encountered before. So, you know, if you meet someone on the street for the first time and you might not be telling them your innermost secrets, but you still have to trust them on some level if you're going to be talking to them or engaging with them. And so we wanted to know what mechanisms were underlying that type of dynamic. Uh, What we did is we had our subjects come into the lab and we ran this both in the laboratory behaviorally but also in the scanner so that we could record um, what was happening in their brain as well. We had them play what is called a trust game. So basically there's multiple individuals that come in 
and we set up this dynamic where one individual has to trust another individual with money. If the second individual is trustworthy, they basically share back a greater sum of money so both people can walk away richer. But if Mm. they're not trustworthy, they can take the money and run, essentially leaving that initial person with nothing. Um, So it's a very risky decision. And what we find is that people essentially classify individuals based on prior experiences. So if you have a prior experience that an individual um, is untrustworthy, then other individuals that you encounter that perceptually resemble that person who is untrustworthy will not be trusted as well. So it's very... It's very visually based, isn't it? That it's kind of that's a part of your brain that's just kind of making a snap decision or judgment about someone in a split second, and then you're either going to trust them or not. Yes, that's right. So it is perceptually based, um, and we find that what's happening at the neural level is that information that was encoded in a prior experience with that, let's say, untrustworthy person, basically gets neurally redistributed into other uh, areas or patterns in the brain to inform to not trust a stranger who looks like that person. So there's basically what we would call like a value spreading um, in certain regions of the brain based on what someone looks like. And is there a specific look that a lot of people would steer clear of that would be a danger sign to them? So, yeah. So, I mean, that's absolutely correct. Our research doesn't doesn't speak to that. Um, In general... You know, actually, one of my collaborators on this project, his name is Alex Todorov, has done a ton of work in this domain looking at what exactly about a person's face makes them appear trustworthy or not. But the link between appearing trustworthy and actually being trustworthy is remarkably uh, not well I mean, it's not tight, right? So someone who looks trustworthy isn't necessarily trustworthy. In our case, that link between what a person looked like and how they behaved was completely uh, decoupled. There was no association between how trustworthy they linked and how they behaved. That's really interesting. I suppose it's a it, it's a human. I imagine it's a human mechanism to try and protect you from being you know shafted in the future. Or you're using your past experiences to move forward. But I imagine this opens up stuff about discrimination, maybe, and and even mm-hmm. areas like racism. I presume. Yes, absolutely. So you know, in this particular research, we didn't explore this problem. We had our participants only engage with other white men, but you can easily imagine describing issues of bias, stereotype bias, racism of lots of different uh, flavors with a similar mechanism that if you have either an experience in your past or even in an extracted experience, meaning you haven't necessarily engaged with a person like that, but you've been told what a person looks like and how they behave, you'll use that information and basically pay that information forward when you engage with other people that look like that archetypal person in your head. And I was only thinking there, like anytime we'd hear of, you know, don't talk to strangers, you always think it's men. Like, don't talk to strange men. Women are fine. Yeah. So do you find any difference in gender? No, we didn't. Um, We didn't. I mean, one of the things we wanted to control for was, you know, this exact you know, saying which was, you know, is there some sort of stereotype bias? And 
we were worried about that, but we didn't actually find we had both, you know, males and females in of many different races come into the lab and play our game with these white males. But we didn't find any differences in regards to the gender, the race of the people who um, were playing with these white males. Is there anything, obviously, moving forward then, if this is such a, a, an automatic reflex sometimes and a, nearly, as you said, a learned response, that is there anything we can do to using this information to try and either overcome that and combat that? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, we move about the world getting a ton of information all the time, right? So we have these heuristics that teach us to take in, you know, just a little bit of information and give us a sense of how to behave. And so this idea of trustworthiness, someone looking trustworthy or not looking trustworthy, or, you know, using past experiences that a particular person looks trustworthy or not, can be really useful when we have all this information that we're bombarded with at any given moment. To combat that, essentially what you'd have to do is slow down and instead of responding in a sort of reflexive manner, think through, you know, why you're deciding to trust or not trust somebody. And if you can consciously evoke sort of an emotion or something that you might be feeling, you might be able to combat something that reflexively perhaps was not the best choice at first thought. Okay, perfect. Well, listen, it's really interesting. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. And um, is there anywhere online that people can find the, the research or you'd recommend following you online? Yeah, so um, we have a Twitter profile, um, both I do and my lab does. They can find all of our research on our website at feldmanhalllab.com. And, of course, the, this particular work was uh, published in PNAS, so they can find it on there as well. Brilliant. Dr. Oriel Feldmanhall, thanks a million for popping on F104 tonight. Thank you for having me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.